Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome. I'm Robert Kuhn. I'm the host of this radio show, Destination Retirement. If this is your first time, welcome. Thank you for joining us. If this is uh, not your first time, welcome back. I want to make sure that everybody knows that we do podcast every episode of this show at KUHNCP.com. I ask that if you find any value here, go to KUHNCP.com, find the a radio show link and send it on to somebody who needs to hear our story. Everything we do is to try to um, give our clients, the listeners, a profoundly different uh, investment management experience. Obviously, the markets are challenging, um, but uh, you know that doesn't mean that there's not opportunity. So with that being said, you can reach us by giving us a call today. Paige uh, will answer her uh, or our number is 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. For those uh, listeners who do call in, uh, this will set up an initial call between myself and you. We'll learn a little bit about what you're doing, uh, what you like, what you don't like, your concerns, your goals, your objectives, why you feel uh, they may not be met, which is probably what prompted you to call in. Uh, we are very busy. A lot of individuals have realized that uh, maybe it was the markets going up 15% a year that masked many deficiencies in their portfolio. So if you want to have that conversation, uh, you, again, just give us a call 630-492-1912 and visit the website kuhncp.com. So as you know, or hopefully you know by now, we do believe in fact over feelings. We believe in a data-driven process is the best approach to portfolio construction. One of the problems with the industry, uh, advisors are very prideful people. And when you look at the fact that 2022 was the worst start of a year for the S&P 500 since 1974 and 2002, I mean, these are challenging times and the markets um, are uh, very uncertain. There is tremendous uncertainty just around the globe. And what we have found is many advisors, like I said, are very prideful people. So when you construct a portfolio, um, a lot of times, here's kind of the, the life cycle of working with an advisor. So somehow you get on their radar, you reach out to them, and they, you know, tell you a good story, make you feel really good about, you know, kind of their investment process, their, their story, they say all the right buzzwords, and you then ultimately will meet with them, whether it's on Zoom, over the phone, in person, and they will have you complete a risk tolerance questionnaire. And when you take that risk tolerance questionnaire, it gives you some sort of mythical uh, risk tolerance. You may be a balanced investor or a moderate conservative or a moderate aggressive. I, I, I don't know what these definitions mean, but they're going to take a point in time that, uh, you know, if you at answer those questions, you know, depending upon what the market is, if we're, you know, in a huge run over three or four or five years, 
or if we're in, you know, a year like today where it's the worst start um, uh, to the market other than two other times in history, you may answer those questions differently. Um, but they, they give you the risk tolerance questionnaire. We do it as well. So full disclosure, um, most advisors will then, they'll, they'll translate that into some sort of a equity versus fixed income portfolio. And it may be 70% equities, 30% bonds, et cetera. Um, and then that's how you'll stay invested forever. And they will show you that model, what that model has done. Uh, in the past, and it has absolutely positively nothing to do um, with what could happen. I think we have had conversations certainly this week that there are big, uh, you know, kind of do-it-yourselfers or those that, um, you know, all the, the big firms that everybody knows that you, you know, speak to somebody, you know, whoever picks up the 800 number, or you may be assigned an advisor and, they are going to tell you that, well, the, a balanced portfolio is the best way to manage risk. And so we had a conversation this, this past week. And, you know, after the conversation, these, uh, this couple said to me, you've put, you know, you've created a sense of clarity of why my equities are down this year and my fixed income, the safe money is also down 18%. So our job is I think as advisors is not to ask you today, what is your risk tolerance? And then that equates to, you know, some sort of an allocation between equities and bonds and then show you something that has done well in the past. What we have to look at is if we're in a period of time where we're going to see exceptional volatility on the upside and on the downside, you have to always look at what is going to be the best place to invest going forward. That's why we're huge believers in data, facts over feelings, facts over gut feelings. And when, when people are making investment decisions based upon gut, it's a challenge. So we fast forward and many advisors are either a bull or a bear, just, you know, simple, uh, you know, definition of bull, you know, the market's going up a bear, you know, you think the market's going down. And then they become anchored into why they either said um, you're, it's okay to lose, you know, 15, 20, 25% like this year, or why you've missed if the markets turn, if they're a bull or a bear and, and they've, you've missed a lot of that run up. So advisors become very anchored in whether they're positive or negative on the market. The reality is at our firm, we're both a bull and a bear at the same time. And I think that is critical to the success of our clients. You know, we have certainly have clients, you know, that listen to the radio show and um, I'm, I'm text, you know, often by those clients on, you know, certain things that I say. And I want to make sure that I'm very clear that our equity bucket, like most people's equity buckets for the year is negative. Now, here is the difference. Our equity buckets, of course, depending upon model, they may have 50% or they may have 70% cash. So what that means is that money's going to get put to work when the markets rebound. We're going to come back much faster than a buy and hold strategy. So I think you have to be data driven. I think it's okay to be both a bull and a bear at the same time. And what the advisor's job, and I, and I, and I believe this, and I don't think that you know, I talk about it enough, and I certainly know that Wall Street doesn't talk about it enough, but my job 
is to identify what the biggest risks are to your retirement, whether you're in retirement or you're five to 10 years from retirement, I have to identify what the biggest risks are to your success and then make sure that we're hedging away uh, as much of those risks as we possibly can. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, please uh, reach out to us if you'd like to have an initial conversation. It's very low key. It's quite frankly, it's a lot like this radio show is, is we're not uh, pitchy. We're not trying to sell you anything. We're trying to sell you on the fact that you don't have to lose money. Uh, the conversations that I've had, uh, you know, so far this year, I have, you know, people are scared. Investors are scared because the conventional wisdom of buy and hold has failed you. The conventional wisdom that the only way to, to play defense is to own bonds has failed you. Bond funds today can be down anywhere on average from 10 to 30%. Think about the, the time horizon that it's going to take for you to get back to even. That is, I mean, it could be five years, it could be 10 years, and that's your safe money. Your equity money, you know, as long as we get a bounce, you know, it may it's going to, going to come back once we get a bounce. I mean, I think having cash and putting money to work at lower prices, our bounce will come back much faster than yours if you're in a buy and hold strategy. But look at that fixed income bucket. It could just take years. So what a lot of individuals are fearing today is, okay, I've lost a bunch of money. I may have lost 10%. I may have lost 25%. I may have lost more. My fixed income, my safe money is down substantially. So I didn't have an advisor that, you know, could see the train coming a mile down the road. You know, we saw this train coming on the fixed income space. So people want to stop losses. Okay, let's stem the portfolio from any, you know, major uh, losses going forward. Because, you know, newsflash, I mean, the market could go down another 10, 15, 20%. I mean, the, the reality is nobody knows, especially what's going on in this world. I think, you know, the 15% a year for 15 years or 12 years or however many years it was, those years are probably, you know, behind us for at least the foreseeable future. So we want to make sure that we stem losses. We want to make sure that we, we uh, or stop losses rather, you know, at least any meaningful losses on the downside. And now we have to look at the repair strategy. How do we recoup those losses? For my clients who have models that are actively managed, we're going to do it much faster because of simply the cash position, assuming that money gets put to work at lower prices like we are currently and maybe even lower, and then assuming that we have a rebound, right? But how are you going to make up those fixed income losses? So I want individuals to think today that you have to now look at things differently. Generally speaking, what got you there is not going to get you to where you want to be. So hopefully listeners have and, and, and investors have realized that buy and hold, you know, it works 60, 70, 80% of the time until it doesn't. And now you're stuck in this situation where now it may take one year, three years, five years, seven years to recoup those losses. So I want you to think that, I want you to, to, to really stop and think that we believe in buy and hold as well when it's needed, but we also believe in a data-driven active management approach and cash as well. It, it's, so we're hearing more and more people say, well, let's wait till, uh, or should I wait till I get back to even before I make changes? Absolutely not. Now, 
of course, that's a very, it, it could come across as a very self-serving uh, comment because we want to manage money, right? But generally speaking, when you look at kind of a very well-diversified portfolio, what you think is diversified, you just own the market. Now is the time, if we're going to see volatility, not to just own the market. We want to own the good of the indexes and not the bad. That is the goal to ultimately recouping that money, hopefully much as, as fast as we can, but it's going to be done much faster, in my opinion, at least my belief, than just by owning the overall market. So you want to own the good and we want to remove the bad, and then we think that will drive up your equity portfolio or your equity allocation uh, much faster than it, than it currently would if you just leave it as is. And then when it comes to the fixed income side, that's a whole can of worms. And I don't want to get on the radio today, but my concern is if you're down 15, 20, 30 percent on the fixed income side, that money could take forever to come back. And we have to look at unique strategies to that can still provide some level of protection, but can give you a much greater rate of return than just what the fixed incomes, you know, your current fixed income is uh, is going to do that. So with that being said, uh, a lot of topics that we're going to get to this week, hopefully um, you're, you're finding, you know, Lisa's first segment and, you know, I really want to talk about kind of that repair strategy. So hopefully you're finding that I'm giving you some nuggets on ways to recoup those losses, stem those losses from, uh, happening, you know, further losses from happening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, have a conversation with us, Paige, we'll schedule a time for us to talk this week, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Uh, or visit the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. Hopefully you're having a great weekend. I know it was a challenging couple of weeks in the market. You are listening to Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. Yes, we are independent. We're a fiduciary and we believe in active management. We believe that it's okay to be both a bull and a bear at the same time. I think if you have to, you know, if I could uh, articulate in, in just one or two sentences what makes us unique, what makes us different, I think it is the fact that it is an unpopular opinion, but you can be both bearish and bullish at the same time. And I think that is reflected in the strategies that we're bringing to clients and, um, and it really just in our planning process. So uh, we are uh, here to help in any way that we can when it comes to investments. On the 401k side, we can actually help you now manage your 401k as well, even if you're not a client of the, uh, if you have no other accounts with us. So if you have a 401k, we're seeing people that have obviously significant balances in the 401k. We've seen a lot of losses. 10%, 15%, 20%. We can now help you also manage your 401k for you as well. So if you want to learn more about that, or if you just want to have a conversation about your current situation, what you like, what you don't like, what your concerns are, your objectives are, 
why you feel they're not being met, things that are keeping you up at night. Let's do that. You can reach out to us, uh, Paige, reach out to Paige, and, and our number is 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to have a conversation this week, and it'll candidly be a lot like the radio show. Uh, just want to get to know you, learn a little bit about what you're doing, what you're fearful of, and see if we can help you. So uh, the 16% decline over the last 26 months uh, is now the longest and largest drawdown losses in history for the U.S. bond market. I know I talked a lot about it in the, um, in the first segment, but I have to just continue to harp on it that the average investor is using bonds for stabilization, for portfolio stabilization, to hedge downsides of the market. And here we are, you're down 10, 15, 20%, and maybe in some instances, you know, 30% down in your bond holdings. And that's just not good enough. In my opinion, that's a fireable offense when it comes to working with an advisor. If you're managing money on your own and you invested in bonds, I can't tell you how many times I've heard it. I thought bonds were safe. Um, that is generally an accurate statement until it's not. I look at you know, what are you doing in your bond portfolio? And if you're working with an advisor, what have they done in the bond portfolio? Because this is a train that we have seen coming down the tracks for the last year or two. And unfortunately, the, the lazy advisor, the uneducated advisor has now cost you potentially a significant amount of money in what you believed was your safe assets. I mean, yes, if you look at, you know, what's happened in the market, $32 trillion have been wiped out in global stocks, um, you know, just over the last, you know, handful of, of uh, well, months, really, but certainly this year. Uh, okay, fine. That happens when it comes to investing in equities. Now, our difference, and I think what you must have today is active management. However, you're going to look back and you're going to say, okay, well, this index fund did X over the last 10 years, the last 15 years. And my question to you is, well, what does that mean? What does it have anything to do with what ultimately is going forward? Because when you craft a portfolio, when you construct a portfolio, when you're working with an advisor, it's not what did well yesterday. It's ultimately what's going to do well tomorrow. That's not guessing. That's a data-driven process that there are periods of time you want to own stocks. There are periods of time you want to own Apple. There are periods of time you want to own Amazon, et cetera. There are periods of time that you don't want to own those stocks as well. And it all comes down to data. And when you look at the good advisors, they're able to screen, they're able to use tools, they're able to use uh, research firms that we can look at and take this complex data, right? And you can identify the stocks, the investments that show the greatest probability going forward to give you the greatest rate of return with the least amount of risk. That's what investing is. So especially when it comes to kind of the fixed income bucket today, you know, I know that it's just been challenging. So we have to make sure that we fix that situation, that we recoup those losses as fast as we can. And we're certainly here to do that, to help you at least do that. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. I know a lot of people are obviously concerned. Uh, Goldman came out this week and they said a weaker economy will drive households to continue, uh, continue selling stocks, causing a shift in investors' mindset from there is no alternative, which we've kind of have been in where 
the TINA acronym of, you know, there is no alternative. That was when interest rates were incredibly low. So people hung out in stocks. They hung out in large cap technology stocks. They were very liquid. There was nowhere else to put the money. Well, now TARA, that's <laughs> another acronym. There are reasonable alternatives because you look at where the fixed income market is today, not if you've owned it, but today for fresh capital for, you know, there, there is some appealing uh, strategies, especially in the tax-free space. Um, you know, you can, we're seeing uh, the right tax-free investment strategies that are getting anywhere from 5 to 7% tax-free annually. Those are starting to become appealing just because they're what I consider a reasonable rate of return, especially if we're not having to, uh, to pay taxes on it. So yes, Goldman has come out and they've said that they expect households to sell $100 billion worth of equities in 2023. So what a lot of people will hear is, well, I have to become defensive. Well, just because somebody says something doesn't necessarily make it the case, doesn't, uh, doesn't necessarily make it factual, because again, we believe facts over feelings, data-driven process is the best approach to portfolio construction. You're very rarely going to get me to say, well, I feel this way or that way, because what I feel doesn't matter at all. Just because my gut feel thinks we're, gonna, we're in a bull market or my gut feel thinks we're going back to test 3,000, I don't know. I mean, the data will tell us what to do, but I want to make sure that you know that we uh, it, it's all probability analysis and that we're giving our clients or investors who aren't currently working with us the best probability to lose less and to make as much money as possible within your currently your, your, your capacity for risk. But we want to recoup those losses and we want to make sure that, that you're going to do it uh, hopefully you know, faster than just you know, sitting there and waiting for them to come back. Now is the time that we want to adjust, you know, the allocation most likely, even though it's counterintuitive, given the losses, given where the market is uh, currently, well, maybe it's a time to become a little more targeted. Maybe it's a time to lessen the fixed income allocation because the probabilities aren't towards another 30 to 40% correction. Hopefully it's, it's, it's back to, you know, we get a little bit of growth, we get a little bit of bounce, but, you know, stocks, you know, on average, if you go back to 1928, these are just simple facts. Again, data-driven decisions. That's what we, what we believe in. Stocks lose about, on average, 36% during a bull market. I mean, think about that. We're down, you know, depending upon, you know, what index you're tracking, anywhere from 20 to 25%. And if negative 36% is the average, well, we could go down a whole lot more. So those are things that you just have to be focused on, which, like we talked about in the first segment, is let's stop the bleeding and then let's start the repair strategy. And, and those are the conversations that we're having. Uh, there have been 26 bear markets since 1928. This is not the first time. It's not going to be the last time. But, you know, people unfortunately continue to make the same mistakes. And uh, if you're managing the money on your own, well, you're the decision maker and we have to have a conversation about why. But if you're working with an advisor, well, that becomes, are you working with the right advisor? Are they using a data-driven process? Or are they just a buy-and-hold investor that no matter what happens in the market, you're going to be fully invested? Well, what's that gotten you this year, especially on the fixed income side? Because we know that if you look at just kind of, you know, trends in bear markets, they tend to last about 9.6 months. Bear markets, on average, happen every 3.6 years. But they're happening 
I mean, if you look at it, they become less frequent since if you go all the way back to World War II. But if we look at just what's happened since uh, 2000, you know, we had, you know, 2000 in, in, in the dot-com crash. And then we had, you know, 2008 and the financial crisis. And then it's, you know, what happened from 2008 up until this year? Well, the Fed kept money, you know, almost free. And they, you know, increased continuously the stimulus in the economy to grow the economy. And it worked. Well, what happened? Well, the market averaged on, you know, grew on average 15% annualized. That is unprecedented. So a lot of people got, you know, accustomed to buying every dip. Well, why did the markets do that? It's not reasonable uh, or it's not, you know, a conspiracy theorist rather mindset to think that, well, maybe the Fed had a lot to do with that growth. Okay, fine, great. Hopefully you realized a lot of those losses. Hopefully you grew your money. Well, let's look at it today. We're going into a tightening period. Just look at what has happened, um, you know, over uh, just, just this year in interest rate hikes. People think that, you know, credible uh, economists think we're going into, you know, not a recession this year, but a major recession in 2023. So what does that do to your income planning? What does that do to your cash flow management? If you're in retirement, how does that affect you? If you have five to seven years from retirement where you need this growth in the market, how does that affect, you know, those assets growing? So these are things that we have to have to look at and make sure that, you know, it may be tough going forward. Again, you're not a conspiracy theorist to think that, you know, the old adage of don't fight the Fed, it may be true this time. When you look at, you know, just the S&P 500, you know, six stocks truly drove 80% of the earnings power of the S&P 500 uh, over the last handful of years. So, yes, broad-based strategies, index funds worked very, very well. But, we, again, what happened yesterday means nothing. So we have to look at, you know, going forward, well, maybe now we have to take less of a shotgun approach and more of a rifle approach of owning individual companies that are very strong, that have the right, uh, you know, just ratios of companies that look to be fairly valued. And they have, you know, the makings of a stock that ultimately will go up. You know, we were big believers in cash flow. We're big believers in boring dividends, especially if we're in a period of time where we don't see, um, you know, just, just rapid acceleration, rapid growth in the market. Our job is to still make money, it, it, at least to have a plan in place to recoup losses on the equity side, hopefully minimize the, the downside in the bond space, no matter what is happening in the market. That's the job of an advisor. Our job is to try to still bring in strategies. I've often said, if you've talked to me or if you've listened to the radio show, that we want to have different levers that can be pulled inside of a portfolio that can at least do well when the market's not doing well. There are cash flow strategies that, you know, will will give you eight to twelve percent regardless of what's going on in the market. They're not affected directly by the stock market or the interest rate market. Doesn't mean that there's not concerns and risks and pros and cons. Obviously, we have to discuss that. But if we're in a sideways market today and you're just in a buy and hold strategy, I think you're going to be unhappy with your performance three, five, seven years down the road. So with that being said, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, some some retirement planning strategies and what we're seeing in the Social Security market. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. 
visit the website at KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, you're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the host of this education show. Hopefully you do find education. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent, we're a registered investment advisory uh, firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything that we do is to try to provide uh, listeners, clients, anybody who wants to give themselves the best probability of uh, growing and compounding their money. We wanna provide you with a profoundly different investment management experience. Uh, that's something we believe in. That's something we are very serious about when it comes to financial planning, when it comes to cash flow analysis, when it comes to tax mitigation, when it comes to uh, the investment side. We want to be different. We are different. Our portfolios are different. And uh, we want to share them with you if you are open to um, learning why a buy and hold strategy probably uh, is just not going to cut it in the market going forward. What happened yesterday means nothing. We want to make sure going forward you have the best probability, the best portfolio construction uh, to just to compound your money. That ultimately is uh, clearly what we do. Or if you're uh, looking for cash flow in, in, in your in retirement and cash flow planning, income planning is important. Uh, we want to make sure that we're maximizing you know those strategies. So couple of ways to get in touch with us. Paige will answer your call if you call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to chat this week. It's an informational call. Again, it's a lot like the radio show. Just learn a little bit about you, what you like, what you don't like, your concerns, uh, what keeps you up at night, and then really see if there's a disconnect between what you think you have, your portfolio, what you think you have, and how it's actually acting in this type of a market. And then uh, we'll provide you some ideas. And if we can help you, fantastic. So 630-492-1912. Always visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. If you find any value in the show, my ask for you is to send the link on to somebody else, family member, friend, uh, somebody who needs to hear the story. We found that... Uh, that's, again, something we're, we're very serious about uh, doing is making sure that, you know, we are reaching out to individuals in, in the best way possible during, you know, turbulent market times. So with that being said, I know several shows ago, I don't know if it was a month or if it was two months ago, you look at, you know, a lot of the, the articles that uh, we often reference on the show. Uh, Jeremy Grantham, the name probably doesn't ring a bell, but he's one of the best of the best. Yes, he uh, tends to, well... I don't, I don't want to give you his background, but, you know, he said that there was a chance we were in a super bubble. And I think that just kind of fell on deaf ears, given that the markets have done nothing but go up. And it certainly didn't fall on deaf ears with our firm, with our uh, processes, with our strategies. Again, data, 
driven process, fact over feelings. That's portfolio construction, um, especially uh, in, in, in this market. But he made a great case for why we could see a 20 to 30 to 40% correction. In the last segment, uh, I mentioned that the average bear market is down 36%. That's averages. So you could have something that's down a lot more than that. So you can't uh, get in this sense of, you know, of, of what we have been in. Well, as soon as the market drops, it's immediately going to go back, you know, back up. You can protect your portfolio. It, it's simple hedging. Every area of our life we protect, uh, whether it's life insurance, health insurance, car insurance, uh, auto, uh, homeowners insurance, et cetera. Um, but yet when it comes to your investment portfolio, you believe that, well, we just have to have, or many believe, I don't want to you know, say you, that's, that's not an accurate statement, hopefully for everybody listening, but many people believe, well, you can't protect against the downside. Well, you can, and companies do it all the time. There were 33 million puts bought uh, in the end of September, the highest single day a put volume since the data began uh, being collected roughly 30 years ago. What is a put? Well, you can use it in so many ways, but for simplicity purposes, you think the market is going down. You're, or rather, you're going to profit you know, when the markets go down. So you can hedge your investment portfolio. But yet what Wall Street wants you to believe is you know, articles like in, in uh, you know, tweets or, or however you get your, your, your financial news that, yes, on average, you can double your money in the stock market every 10 years. I hopefully think we can do that much more than 10 years. Um, but that is a real return on, um, you know, but, well, you can do the math on, on how long it would take you based upon, you know, just return assumptions. I think a goal should be every, you know, four to six years, um, not every 10 years. Uh, but the real return on equities after inflation has been 6.8% per year over the past 204 years. So what is wrong with that statement that I just said? Think about that. 6.8% per year over the past 204 years. Who has a 204-year time horizon? Is that supposed to make me feel good when I call my advisor and I say, listen, we're down substantially in my equity bucket today, and we have no cash to take advantage of these prices. So now I'm forced to wait and have compounding and mathematics work against me. So I'm down here, okay? And then on my equity side, I'm down 15 to 20% as well. So what's the answer of an advisor? Well, a lot of times you're going to hear what I just quoted. Well, on average, 6.8% per year over 204 years. Well, my question to you is, well, that doesn't mean anything to me. I may be in retirement, so what the heck is 204 years worth of data mean to me? Or I may be five to 10 years from retirement. Again, what in the world does that data mean to me? So, you know, those just are not good questions or, or good answers when you call an advisor if you're working with somebody to get. Yet, nine out of 10, that's what you're going to get. You can't time the market. You can't, you know, you just, it's time in the market, not, you know, uh, timing the market. Well, who's talking about timing the market? What about just playing some defense? What about just recognizing that the Fed is doing something that they've never done before, that we're down substantially, geopolitically, there's more issues than, you know, maybe in my life, well, I don't know, my lifetime history, we all think we're living through the greatest times or the worst of times. I'm 48 years old, so, you know, 
I mean, you know, take that for what it's worth, but there's a tremendous amount of risk today, but yet people aren't changing. Advisors aren't proactively changing allocations. Uh, It's just, it's maddening to me that, you know, advise or clients rather have that type of money management. You know, what good is a down market in equities if you don't have cash to take advantage of lower prices? I'm having those same tough conversations. Yeah, we're down this year in our equity bucket. Well, here's what I want you to focus on. We have a substantial amount of cash to take advantage of lower prices. So then when we do get a bounce, just think how much faster we're going to get ahead than those investors that are in a buy and hold strategy that they're going to take, you know, 3x, 4x, 5x the time, you know, just to get back to where they were. So those are the things that I'm fighting and that I fight every day is that the conventional wisdom is for advisors and for Wall Street to collect their fees no matter what happens. We want to manage money. We want to give you the highest probability, the greatest opportunity to, you know, cut losses and then to compound your money. And, you know, that's just what we do. So if we've had the opportunity to talk, well, you know that. Uh, If we haven't had the opportunity to talk and share with you what a data-driven process means and how that could affect your situation, uh, reach out to Paige. Uh, She'll answer the call today, 630-492-1912-630-492-1912. And let's set up an informational call or visit the website. We're um, redoing a little bit of the website again. Um, I don't know if that's a pro or a con, but we're trying to make it uh, just not complex. We want to deliver data to help investors, period, end of story. If we can help you and you work with us, fantastic. If you do it on your own and you're comfortable with that, then that is fantastic as well. So visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Uh, plans. Uh, we've done a lot of financial planning. We've done a lot of cash flow analysis. Um, having reflected uh, or, or, you know, after the market, you know, dropping where it's at for the year, those plans that you started with maybe a year, two or three ago uh, from your advisor, well, those plans need to be updated. The markets are down. The markets are challenging. We have to adjust the fixed income bucket. We have to adjust, um, you know, the equity bucket. We have to adjust the return assumptions. And we have a very astute new client that, that said, you know what, we love the cash flow plan but let's increase inflation and let's see how that affects, you know, ultimately, you know, the cash flow that I can be uh, expected to receive from, you know, my assets that I've worked, you know, my entire life to uh, grow, whether it's a hundred thousand or 10 million. I mean, that is truly irrelevant and totally a, you know, individualized uh, number. But what if we are in a higher inflation period? How does that affect it? Should we look at you know, other strategies that can um, kick off more cash flow, that can give us more um, tax-free income. And I mean, especially in the tax-free space for people, you know, I think of any tax, you know, bracket, but certainly of, you know, the mid to higher uh, tax brackets, you know, there is some opportunity now to buy some significant um, tax-free investments at a substantial discount to their net asset value. So not only can we get, you know, yields in the 5 to 7% space, which has been some time since we uh, could even talk about that, but that there is op- some opportunity uh, for meaningful capital appreciation, you know, down the road in your tax-free strategy. So in that, 
holds true in the taxable fixed income space as well. Um, but, you know, again, it's trying to look at what's going to do well going forward, not what has done well in the past. And, and that is the job of an advisor is to consistently be re-evaluating the situation of going forward. Because, you know, this market, who knows? I mean, we don't know. I mean, it's some people are calling, you know, that we're going to test 3,000. Some think, people think the bottom's in and, and we're going to go back up. All we can do, again, the data, the data, the data. The Fed has said that they're going to, you know, their number one, um, you know, goal, their number one objective is to reduce inflation. I don't know when that's going to stop. Nobody knows when that's going to stop. I've talked with a client, uh, well, hopefully a potential client, but we've been having some great conversations that their advice, and this isn't a small account. I mean, it's, you know, what I consider a meaningful account. And that's neither here nor there, but you know, the beginning of the year, they told their client, well, I think we should go into uh, large cap growth. I think the Fed is going to cut rates one time and um, we're going to be back off to the races. Well, what was that based on? Was that based on gut feel? Or, I mean, how did that work out for you? So again, it's, it's fact over feelings, data-driven process of what is going to give you the best chance to make money going forward. Newsflash, you can't wear out a stock or an ETF or a bond or a mutual fund. Any investment that you can't invest in, you can't wear it out. So there are times to own certain investments. There are times not to own certain investments. Then there are times to own those investments again. Then there are times not to own those investments. That's not day trading. We're not trying to top tick every single investment over you know every single second of the day. It's just adjusting the allocation based upon the current economic environment that we face. That is how we're going to compound money. So uh, give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Paige will set a time for us to have a conversation this week. Also visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique, and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. Hopefully uh, you found uh, this show educational. Hopefully this weekend we've given you a nugget or two to think about. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am obviously the host of this show, but I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're a registered investment advisory firm. We are a fiduciary. We're independent. Everything we do is to try and provide a profoundly different wealth management experience. We want to help focus on investors who want help first and foremost. I understand some people just don't want help and, and we can't help you. But if you are somebody who wants help, if you are somebody who identifies or who has identified that your portfolio simply um, has done well as a reflection of the markets, you know, returning 15% annualized over the last 12 to 15 years, and now you've identified that there are some deficiencies, we want to help you. Our planning is focused on helping clients, helping investors forecast how their portfolios are going to look in retirement. And if you're in retirement, what they're going to look like three, five, seven years 
uh, from now, especially you know those that need cash flow, that need retirement income. Those are you know things that we take very seriously. As you know, we believe in facts over feelings. We have a very data-driven process. We believe it's the best approach to portfolio construction. It's not what did well. It's what you know is well. We could say what is going to do well. Nobody knows what's going to do well, but we want to make sure that we give you the highest probability to invest in the strategies we believe, the investments we believe are going to do well going forward. That's the most important thing. So give Paige a call. She'll answer 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to chat this week uh, or visit the website or and or visit the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. We hear often a lot of times that this is unprecedented. I've been hearing that more and more. It's the 100-year flood or it's the 500-year flood, but it's happening more and more. And I think when we look at technology and you look at what's going to happen in the market, I don't think you know, it, it, we're going to have you know, less volatility. I think we're going to have substantially more volatility. That doesn't mean that's a bad thing. If you're controlled by that volatility, well, it's a really bad thing. If you don't have a data-driven process that when the market's going down, that's, you know, you're able to raise cash to take advantage of the investments that ultimately are on sale. So when we do see that rebound, uh, you're profiting from that rebound. Well, that's a really bad thing as well. And, and we're here to certainly explain to you how, you know, we don't believe that that's going to give you the results of the returns that you want over the next three, five to seven years. But again, unprecedented. But there is a few statistics that are unprecedented. When you look at, you know, again, balanced portfolio, we don't like it. I mean, how did the balanced portfolio work for you this year? I mean, you know, yes, it, it is maybe an anomaly year, um, but it's happened. Losses don't care. You're still down substantially in your fixed income where there were investments that would have given you and still will give you the stability that the fixed income uh, bucket of your money was supposed to provide. But can remove the opportunity or the probability of loss or the interest rate, um, you know, is not as affected or affected at all by interest rates increasing. Um, but a couple of unprecedented or, or unprecedented statistics here. We've had bonds that have been down for three quarters in a row in the past. And we've also had stocks that have been down for three quarters or more in a row, but we've never had stocks and bonds both down in three consecutive quarters until now. And so what does that mean for you? Well, that means that a traditional buy and hold approach, it just didn't cut it for you. And again, what good is a buy and hold strategy if you, when you need the defense, the defense is not there? We believe that if you look at kind of investing, yeah, you probably do buy and hold 60, 70, 80% of the time, but it's at 20% of the time that allows your portfolio to play defense, which is when you need it, which is in years like today, or years like we're experiencing right now, well, it's not there for you. There's nothing more frustrating, and it's been years since I've felt this way. I felt this way in the early 2000s, I felt this way in 2008, and I'm starting to feel this way again, is that you know people are coming on TV and they're saying, you know, now's a great buying opportunity. Well, it, it very well may be for those investors that have cash, what about those investors that are fully invested? Is that supposed to make them feel better? But yet, look at your portfolio. Are you fully invested? 
I don't know what the statistic is, but it's probably in the high 90s of individual investors, not institutions, not the high net worth, but the individual investor, which is, you know, the average retail investor, which they, I don't know, this is my own, um, you know, definition, but that investor that has $100,000 to kind of the $5 million mark, they're probably fully invested. So how in the world can you take advantage of things that are on sale? And it comes down to cash, right? I mean, there are periods of time, again, data-driven, data-driven. We're not trying to predict. We're trying to react that when the market is going down consistently, well, it may make some sense to have strategies in place that you can raise cash for or create that rainy day fund. So number one, you minimize losses, somewhat of the losses today. But then maybe most importantly, you have money to put money to work at lower prices. Everybody likes a sale. But when it comes to investing, the traditional management, the traditional advice, it prevents you from having cash to put to work at much lower prices. So those are the things that, you know, we consistently talk about. So again, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, set a time up with Paige for us to chat this week or next. Um, and we'll certainly go over, you know, kind of your situation and bring all of this down into how it can help you, uh, re, you know, protect and then ultimately recoup. With the time that I have left, two of the areas that are most overlooked when it comes to financial planning is tax management, tax reduction, tax advantage investing. There are advisors that still think that tax loss harvesting is proactive. That means you know, realizing losses, match them you know, versus gains to minimize your taxes. That is not proactive tax management. We're talking about strategies that can greatly reduce your taxable income. There are pros, there are cons, there are good ones, there are bad ones. But there are strategies that exist today through the end of the year that can reduce your taxable income, active, passive, 1099, you know, W-2 income, by, on average, 80% of what you invest. So you put $100,000 in, you can reduce your taxable income by $80,000. Those strategies exist. They sunset at the end of the year. They were enacted in 2017. You can still take advantage of them. It's one of the most overlooked areas of a financial advice especially in that $100,000 to $5 million space. Does it mean the investments are good? Well, some are, some aren't. I mean, it has absolutely nothing to do with the validity uh, of the investment. That is something that we have to, you know, vet and talk about. Uh, and we believe that we have, you know, good investments that can fit that category, or a, a good investment rather. But you get the substantial tax benefit, and it pays significant cash flow. Cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. What does cash flow do? Well, it's returning money to shareholders. And, you know, what I have found is the higher net worth you are, that is the, more, the area that you focus on. What are my tax benefits? What kind of cash flow does it pay me? Those are things that, you know, we have to talk about. So that's number one. Uh, I think one of the most overlooked areas. Number two is the opportunistic area. What bucket of your money is there for short-term trading? or short-term opportunities, or stocks, or uh, asset classes that have overreacted, overcorrected, uh, companies that have overcorrected, FedEx comes to mind. You know, phenomenal company. A lot of people think that it overreacted you know, over, uh, on the downside. Well, that may make for some of your money an opportunity 
to take advantage of some short-term investments. Trading is not a bad word. I mean, trading is, is, is fantastic. What bucket of your money, it may be 5%, it may be 20% of your portfolio, but what bucket of your money is there to take advantage of anomalies? When you take advantage of those anomalies, they may, in those gains, they may offset some of the losses in your equity bucket. So yeah, we don't want it to be a large percentage of your portfolio, at least we don't believe it should be. But does that mean you should have none? I mean, you know, this is the money that we're trying to grow 20, 30, 40, 50, 70, 100%. And again, it, it doesn't mean you're making speculative bets on penny stocks. It's just segments, industries. You look at energy, for example, energy ran up, then it sold off. Maybe when it sold off, it's a great time to go back in because going into winter, that there may be some significant upside. It's trying to take advantage of those investments that technically and fundamentally that there it presents a near-term upside. So when we look at portfolio construction, you know, we believe our equities are different. Why? Because they're data-driven. We believe in cash. We believe in having a process to raise cash when the markets are going down. That gives us a pot of money that could take advantage of investments at lower prices. Well, that seems pretty basic to me. On the fixed income side, when we know the risks are to rising interest rates, and we know what those are going to do to bonds, you look at kind of the long bond ETFs that are down 30, many are down 30% this year. Well, how long is that going to take you to make that money back up? Well, maybe we should have mitigated that risk and invested in a strategy that didn't have, you know, those risk characteristics that if interest rates were cut, these were not going to be affected. Okay, well, that, that's another bucket of money. What about the bucket of money that's going to provide cash flow no matter what happens in the market? Well, I should say it's not directly uh, affected by the market. So that's going to cash flow you know, based upon its own characteristics. You know, those strategies exist. 8 to 13% annual uh, cash flow with substantial tax benefits with many of them. And then lastly, what about your opportunistic money? What about your money that is there to take, you know, advantage of short-term uh, anomalies in pricing of sectors or equities or fixed income? But when we can invest in and see a near-term uh, you know, jump of 5%, 10%, 15% and more in many instances, and then realize those gains and then wait for the next opportunity. Some call them the fat pitch. Well, you know, that may, um, those gains may offset some of the losses that you're experiencing in your fixed income and your equity bucket. That's what investing is, in my opinion. That is what portfolio construction is, in my opinion. It's not coming to my office have you take a risk tolerance questionnaire, you're a 70-30 investor, and then we're just going to tell you how it's okay to lose money. So hopefully this week uh, you got something out of the show. Um, you know, again, we're here to educate. We're here to have conversations with people who have questions um, and just really want to be educated. We're big believers that when we can educate, you can make a good decision. We did our job if we educated and we got you to think. We, it, that is what our goal is. So if you want to have a conversation with us this week, um, we can certainly do that page. Uh, we'll schedule that. You can call it 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Uh, please visit the website as well, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Enjoy the beginnings of fall. 
We'll be back next week. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.